Okay, good evening. So, we are focusing on Tahara purity. Purity, and I mentioned last week that really we're, we're 10 days, approximately uh, 11 days away from Tishmav now. And I, I'm not going to ask you later how many of you thought about the base of Mikdash in the past week. <laughs> how many of you felt that we're in exile the past week. Um, but if you really want to have uh, based on English, you really have to realize that we are uh, so limited spiritually right now. Um, you know, when people are limited physically, people who have who've lost the ability to walk and to talk, you know, someone has a stroke, God forbid. Somebody has a stroke, they're, 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 they're very often they can't, they're, 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 they can't walk and they can't talk. Um, they're so limited what they can do. And what happens then is, is that they, 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 they look for to get better. Who doesn't, right? Somebody who can walk and talk and go around, and now they have a stroke, and now they're incapacitated. Don't they want, don't they want to look to be better? Um, so I, I, I'm going to be blunt. Uh, you know, spiritually, spiritually, we essentially have had a stroke. That's what the, the Chorban Habayas is. We are... We're, we're largely paralyzed to a large extent, and when you want to, when you think about the base of Igdash, it's not that we could wave a flag, and it's not that we could have um, uh, be spared from any enemies like Hamas and Hezbollah and uh, the far left, usually, uh, and whoever else wants to, the far right, um, but. Um, but 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 that we should be spiritually healed, you know, that we should be able to be vibrant. And if we don't even care about spirituality today, it's going to be hard to want more. <laughs> if we are, our whole life is it'll be hard, to want. hard to want more, oh, more. It, it'll be hard to want more because if we're so satisfied being a paraplegic spiritually, then so really wanting to to not be consumed by Olam Hazah, and as I've said many, many times in this class, this world, this life, you do it once. And either you live a spiritual life, or you don't. You either live like a Yid, who is run by their soul, run by their Neshama, or you live like Kuchol, Umas, Olam, like all the Gentiles of the world, and your focus is on eating and sleeping, and having fun, and materialism at all levels, at all times. And really, the, this safer we've been doing is to live a spiritual, uh, living a spiritual life. So we started last week, Perk uh, Tezai, which is on the, the Midah of Tahara and Purity, which is actually, do when we do things, to do it for the right reasons, with the right intent, with a pure soul, with, with no alter, ulterior motive, right? I actually, I said a couple of stories on on a high level, on a low level, that when you do something, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be thinking about anything but the, the reason you, that's the right thing to do. Right? You shouldn't, if you're going to give charity, it's not because you want your name in the paper. If you're going to, if you're crying for somebody because you miss them, it's not because people are looking at you I, to do things, actually I mentioned the story, I, 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 I'll just reiterate the story, 
that Rebbe Eliyamir Bloch, who was a great gadol, Rosh Hashiva tells his shiva in Cleveland, when he lost his grandfather, the great Rebbe Eliezer Gordon, who was the rov in Rosh Hashiva tells in Lithuania, and he's crying as a teenager at his grandfather's levaya burial. His father said to him, he says, tell me, are you thinking about other people or, or, or about or other people, how other people are looking at you as well? Are you thinking about it? Are you, are you, are you imagining? He, he was crying, right? But are you thinking about anyone else? It's not, such a, it's not an easy... And he admitted, yeah, I was thinking about wow, what are people saying about me? Even though the real reason he was crying, why? Is because he lost his grandfather. He said that story and his father, upon losing his father-in-law, was, was saying that for the same reason, is that when you're doing things, you could do things for the right reasons, completely, or you can do it for largely the right reasons, but you could lack, uh, you could lack purity. So we're going to pick our left off. Okay? If you don't do an act with purity, if you don't do acts uh, for the right reason, it's not like it's not, it's, that it's not completely good. You will be rewarded if you do a good deed. You'll be rewarded for doing the good deed. If you, if you do it, if you do a mitzvah, even if you lacked purity, even if you lacked tahara, um, you'll still be rewarded for doing the right thing. Okay? Um, on, on, on doing the service perfectly, correctly. That when you're doing it, you should do it with the right in, in, intent. Uh, somebody told me today how their marriage has improved. Someone told me just today. So I think that's amazing. That's amazing. Can you imagine? You know, this little, uh, can I, uh, can I, I think that's amazing. She was actually giving me the look I can say. She was telling me like, I, I, I had this close to marry off three years ago. Three years or four years? Three. three years. Three years. Almost this time, right? Not January, doing three weeks. January. Three and a half years ago. So she was telling me how her, her marriage has improved. That's an amazing thing. You know, can you imagine? Can you marry married and you're lacking in there. You can just have the, the, a superficial relationship. Or you can have it intertwined. So you can do a mitzvah, you can daven, came to a dominion, and you went traveling around the world, visited your friend's house, thought about your day, planned accordingly. Now you may have daven, but you, 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 you lack so much of that davening. Uh, um, you can keep Shabbos, uh, or you could keep Shabbos with, with purity of thought to connect to Hashem. Um, so it uh, pure to do it perfectly and correctly. There should be no other reason but to serve Hashem, but to serve Hashem. That you want to do it, but to serve uh, to serve Hashem. Anyone who is distant. From this level, the more external reasons that you do a mitzvah for, you do a good deed for, whether it's for honor, whether it's for um, uh, insecurities, 
I remember some lady once went to come here. I said, why, you know, like, she wasn't dominating, she wasn't doing anything. She wanted to be part of a community. Now, she's Jewish. Nothing wrong with that. But I'll tell you one thing. Her prayer was not prayer. If you just come here to be part of a community, you're not going to pray. Again, it's good for a Jewish lady who wants to be part of a synagogue, but we're not JCC over here. You know, JCC has no J in it. Right, that's yeah. I'm trying to put the J in, in, the, in the JCCs and in the, in the other places, um, but 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 really, um, you know, again, it's, it's you know, it's good for somebody to come here. I, I think that the more I say this very often, the more a person comes to the shul the more spiritual oxygen they get. This, the, 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 that sanctuary, the, the, the actual shul, is really, this, this room is used for many things, including for teaching Torah. The next week, actually, the shiro will be in the shul because the boys will be here for the C program. Then. So next week, the, the, the shiro will be in the shul. But the, when you're in that shul, that shul, I can tell you, I'm here a large parts of the day, is not used for anything, only davening and Torah, essentially. You, when you come into that room, it's a spiritual boost. You're, you're, you're pumping, you're recharging your spiritual batteries. Um, so it's good for anyone, but if, if the reason you're coming is for a community, your, your connection to prayer will be very weak. And now, it could lead to more. It could lead to more, potentially. I, you know, if, you, if you're coming to Shul to, to see your friends, hmm. You know, men have to come more, more really. But you know, if you're coming to shul because um, you're just ingrained to come, so you're gonna be lacking, right? You just if, um, if you're doing a chesed because you feel guilty or because you were pushed into it, that's not exactly a pure mitzvah. You know, I mean, I'll tell you personally. I wrote this article this week. Inherently, I have to sell the article because because if, if I write an article. If you write an article and you just keep it to yourself, you know what happens? Right, you need a, you need you need a, a, a bullhorn to get things out, right? Now, I, I, it was helpful that there were about three hundred fifty or to four hundred thousand hard copies made in Israel, so that's good, right? <laughs> uh, but you want you want right you want also as much as you can get, like anyone. Like the Chavetz Chaim when he wrote a sefer. When he wrote a sefer, he went out and sold to sefer. The Mishnah in the Chavetz he went from place to place selling his own book. So and inherently, you have to market your, your article or your book. I can tell you that, that, I, that there's, a, there's a feeling like, oh, I'm selling myself involved. I mean, there's nothing less. And there, there have been things where I do where there's no reason people need to know. And I feel it's a much nicer feeling behind it, right? It's just like, you know, you don't have to do that. You can just be very discreet. And, and sometimes you have to be discreet. But my point is like, if, I'd be lying to you to say if you don't think about your own, you know, you know, your own. Oh, it's good to get your article out. I mean, there's also that feeling. You have to like, but re- what? You need a certain amount of self-esteem. No, it's not self-esteem. It's it's really it's really like oh, it's my thing. You know, but why would someone write that article? Why did I write that article? I wrote the article because it had to be said, right? That's, and and, and the, the truth is, I wish, wish, wish. That it wasn't just on the radio that makes it. I was like dreaming of being on television. I'm still dreaming. I can make it. Maybe, maybe. I have no idea. You know why? Because it's an important message. Such an important message. Every time I deal with an Israeli, in part, is, is dating a guy or married to a guy or has children with a guy. I, 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 that, that went into that article, right? 
You got to read the article, by the way. Uh, uh, but my point is, is even though I had good intents, I can't tell you when I'm sitting there selling it. I don't think, oh, it's good. I saw my got my article. Of course, it's a natural thought process that comes to a person's head. It's much easier, by the way, when I'm doing something privately. No one has to know about it. It's, it's, I don't have that Yitzhara, right? It's, it's so, you're doing things publicly, inherently. Well, what, there's a million things like that. You know, so publicity always could come into effect it. Um, there, 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 a lack of thought will kill purity because you're not thinking about it, right? Just doing things out of rote. Having, um, doing it because <laughs> you want to impress. Doing it because you feel guilty. Doing it because, um... You want reward. That's a lack, lack of level of purity, right? If I, I've said this before, if, some, if I ask my kids, please do something, and they say, well, are you going to take me to parties for lunch tomorrow? Or are you going to give me allowance? Are you going to buy me a toy? You're going to do it. So we say, God, yeah, you, I'll do this because I want a big toy called Olam Haba. There's a lack of purity there. Now, it's good to believe in Olam Haba because there is Olam Haba. There is a world to come. And we will get Olam Haba, but the, even by Amitzah, we have to do it because Hashem wants us to do it and because it's the right thing to do. So we're working on being purity. As again, in marriage, because uh, marriage is, is always a metaphor for Rosh Hashem. You know, if a husband does something for a wife because he wants to spend some extra time late at night with her, you know, that's lacking, right? You know, he should do it because she needs, her, she needs his help, right? That's why you do it. Not because he'll get out of it. Right? Not because there'll be something, even though it's a mitzvah in marriage, a million. Other, I mean, there's purity means to do things for the pure right motive, and and, and that thing late late at night, the intimacy. Also, there's levels of purity. How do you do things, right? In in relationship with any deep relationship with any human being, there's a purity in the relationship. Why are you calling this person? Is it to bond with them? Is it to help them? Or is it what am I getting out of this? Right? What am I getting? When you have children, you raise children. Somebody today. Uh, asked me about raising children, a chinuk question. And I said to them, you know, it's not just bringing kids into the world, it's raising them. <laughs> you know, it's like, you, the kids are not trophies. It's like, you bring, I did it, I got, you gotta, you know what, you know what raising kids is? I have a couple, I know a little bit about it. <laughs> it's bloody knuckles and hard work and lots of prayer and then, and then lots of more prayer. Right, and putting up with frustrations and waking up in the middle of the night and being nervous sometimes and, you know, and, and strategizing and a lot of, and spending a lot of money, uh, right, all, all above, right, and, and reading books about proper, how do you become a parent? You have no idea how to be a parent. The person had no idea what it means to be a parent. I'm saying, you, wait, do you, do you, if you go to a job, you have a job description, right? It's not like natural... So some people grew up in houses which are very functional homes. They have large families. They saw that the parents dealt with all the issues. They're older kids. So in theory, it's possible. In today's world, where the street is the antithesis of morality and decency, I'm walking in the street yesterday. These two teenagers, I, I literally, the foul language, I, as I'm trying to walk across the street, they followed me. Because they're going the same direction as me. I just didn't want to hear the language. Terrible. They said hello to me or passed by. They, they were just oblivious. They weren't. They were just posh and oblivious. How these teenagers talk, I couldn't believe it. It's like, I didn't know there's so many. Yeah, children also, they learn it from the parents. 
I don't, they think I don't know where these kids learned it. They were like they were like 15 years old. I didn't think they I don't think they, they knew normal words. It's like every third word uh, was uh, you know was 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 nivelpa was more than more than you know. I mean that's what that's what these kids can get in school, right? And that's some of the cool kids, right? So if you don't have a good home, how to? And I'm not talking about Jewish schools. I'm talking about the, the, the outside world, but uh, but you know you gotta you gotta you gotta push to to, to have pure purity of, of, of thoughts even when you're, te- you're teaching your kids. So if you do the good deed, you reward. But if you want to have haruel koavish emes, anyone who truly loves Hashem wants to serve Hashem in purity. Shloi karabazela havoyetar. It's only when we serve Hashem purely the gamre. Shloi ba. You're doing it. You know what? When you're when 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 you know I, you go to graduation, my son, valedictorian, my daughter, my everyone's sending like you know, uh, my you know my kid has become a doctor. You know, of course, if you, if you become a lawyer, that'd be something, right? Uh, that already is, you know. Uh, why do you do that? Like, why? Does, like, how? When I hear someone talk, my kid, like my, my trophy, right? There's, there's a lack of purity there, right? You raise kids because Hashem wants you to impact the world. He created us with natural instincts to do that. You, you, you do a good deed, not to trumpet it. Now, sometimes people need to do better, know about a good deed to be inspired or to share. The thought, but you know what? When you're inspiring other people, you know how are you inspiring them? It's what's the real motive, right? I mean, only God will really know this, but you'll know this also. You know what's really your intent? Um, uh, if you give someone a compliment, are you only thinking about them? If you go to a wedding, I got an invitation today for the K wedding. Okay, so I think I'm going to that wedding. So uh, much of a wedding if you're not there. Well, they can. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I. I, I since you're officiating, you would kind of have to be there. So, right. So, yeah. uh, so it happens to be when you officiate a wedding, it's less fun, I must tell you. There's two weddings I don't like. I didn't like my own wedding. I was too nervous. I wasn't nervous. But, like, I don't remember anything in my own wedding. I literally, I couldn't remember very little about my own wedding. Like, you're so busy. And, like, you're officiating. It's, but, but, you know, when you go to a wedding. What about know, pictures? Uh? Pictures remind me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, please, please, please. I, the, the, there's two things I, I get sick when I think about shopping and shopping. And pictures, uh, those two things. Both of those things. It's like I can make you queasy just the thought of doing either one of those things. Uh, if I have to go clothes shopping, it's like get me out of here as soon as possible. And pictures is a close second. Okay. Um, my, my 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 appreciation for pictures is two pictures a month of these things, not at the same day. You know, I, I you know I I find it stifling. Um, you know, but again, I, but my wedding, I, I put up with it, and when my wife asked me, I put up with it. So, but but you're at a wedding. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not getting together all seriously. I was. I'm not half. Was half joking. But a wedding. This is serious. You're dancing at that wedding. You're rejoicing at that wedding. Are you? Re- why are you rejoicing? So I'll tell you. I remember I was a bucker. You would dance, and you would smile. Sometimes you would smile because everyone else is smiling. And sometimes. I'm not telling you I wasn't happy for the person. I was happy. But like when you're 20 years old, you're like, okay, everyone else, you gotta look, you know, they're crazy, you gotta be crazy. I'm positive now, when I get, now that I'm older, 90% of those guys are doing because that's what you have to do. You have to be dancing like a mashugana. I'm, I'm telling you, that's, that's, 
but really you should be dancing like crazy because you're so happy for the person. Now, I, again, I was happy for the person and I'm sure those people were also, but at the same time, it's part of it's a chavaya. It's just an experience. At the wedding, this is what you do at a wedding. I'm, I'm telling you, this is what, I mean, whether people admit this to themselves or not, this is what they do. They're at the wedding, so you gotta laugh and you gotta be, fr- you gotta be happy. But I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is, this is, this is, what is really 100%, how do you go 100% when they're so happy? Are the only, only, only thing about the kala or the chasan? I would say it's very few. Because you're thinking, well, how do people look at me? You know, I remember people, I've heard this before. <laughs> you know, I don't know how to dance. Now, if you only think of the, 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 the chasen and kala, you're not thinking about people, I can't dance in front of people. Like, what do you care? You're dancing with the chasen and kala, you're not paying it. You're like, you, what are you so sensitive about if you have the right, the right moves? You know, you got the right step. But, but I'm telling you, you could be at a wedding, you could be sitting there smiling, you know, and, and, and you're happy, but really your head's somewhere else also. Heads of what people thinking, and I look back now with with these shaduchim, and you guys, you, you ladies are not used to this in New York. At a New York wedding, so they have each the bride has about fifty friends, and the groom uh, has about fifty friends. Hassan College has about fifty friends there, and if they're younger, a large chunk of them are not married. So it's mamash like tubav, you know what tubav is? It's when they shaduchim, and I'm telling you what right now what happens is that the boys when they're dancing think who's going to have put in shidduch and the girls when they're dancing is that they, they get dressed to kill because they know that the mothers of all these boys are there looking at the girls like who should I sit up with my son I'm not joking this is how it goes so you're at the wedding you're at these weddings and you know you think so So what happens then is, is who's thinking at the chas and the kala 100% right? the parents whose friends come there, they're, they're, they have to go because if I don't go to the wedding, the parents are going to be upset at me. I mean, I'm, I'm just break, I'm breaking it down. I'm being hyper, hypercritical over here, okay? The parents have to go, I have to go to the wedding. If I don't go to the wedding, they, they'll never talk to me again or they won't come to my kids' weddings or like, you know, or I heard it's a great caterer and I want to try the food, right? Or uh, etc. Who goes to a wedding and only, only goes mamish 100% because they want to make the chasen happy or the kala happy or they're friendly with the parents. They're going just purely to rejoice with the parents, to dance with them, oblivious to what anyone else thinks. There are probably, possibly some people, but I'm telling you, most people who go are righteous, good people, they have lots of thoughts on when they're doing these things. Lots of things impact it. This is, I'm just giving you an example which affects our mitzvahs, the purity of our mitzvahs, the depth of our mitzvah. You know, you know, when you bring a person close to Yiddishkeit, to Judaism, to Kirov, so part of it, I'm telling you, <laughs> it's like, you know, you want to have like, oh, I help make them religious. Like, there's a feeling, not that this person is Without Torah and mitzvahs, that person is dying. It's not a joke. Somebody who doesn't have Torah and mitzvahs is dying eternally. They have no connection to Hashem. So even if they're... It means that they're, they're bereft of the whole point of life. And I say that just to remind ourselves that you know, whenever I hear someone die that, that didn't keep Hashem's Torah, even if they didn't know better 
which is majority if not observant Jews, so that the punishment won't be so severe. It kills me. It means that they live in this world 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 years, never connected to Hashem. You think they're going to have a, a, a royal carpet wedding in the world to come? For eternity? No. No. That's a loss. Okay, so maybe if they have religious children or grandchildren, they could do merits for them. You know, I, I'm not Hashem. I'm not Hashem. I'm not here to judge. But what I, I, what I do know is that better than you that's terrible. That's a tragedy of tragedies. That's like a person who lived complete poverty and will live property and they're on top of a gold mine and they just never know about it and then it's too late to get to it. Okay? So, but let's say, so you're going to help a person get close to Hashem. Shouldn't the 100% of what you're thinking be about this person getting close to Hashem not to tell your girlfriend, oh, you know that I learned with so-and-so. You know, I helped them do so-and-so. Or, you know, if I get my mother to do this, she'll, let, she'll, she'll understand me better. <laughs> it's probably true this all the time. They'll, if I make them, if she does this, maybe she'll understand what I'm doing better. I'm happy she's going into this class. You know why? Because this way she won't be so anti-me or this or that. That's why I talk. That's how people talk. So, uh, the, no, you're happy to go to the class pure because they have a shot to have olam haba. Right? That's why you're happy. Nothing about you. Nothing about you. Nothing about that you impacted them and you feeling good about yourself. It's about that. Right? That's purity. Purity is like, if you save a life, you did Hatzalah. Anyone, everyone knows what Hatzalah is? Right? Volunteer EMTs, you know, you save a life. It's you, you. You're doing it purely to save a person. So if you spiritually help somebody, it's, you're not involved. You know. Uh, so the more the, the more the pure the deed is, the more holy it is. Uh, the more pure you're davening, the more pure you're benching, the more pure kindness, the more pure charity is. The And the farther you were from doing acts with tahara. But to the extent you're farther away from it, so too is the, the lacking, the deficiency. Allah is what King David said. Okay. Who else? Shemaim is just you, Hashem. You got, you run the world. You're all that matters. You, Hashem, are all that matters. The imcha lechafatz tabaris, and I don't care about any other objective or motive on earth. Nothing really makes a difference. It means David lived with reality. You know what? The only thing that really makes a difference is Hashem. Everything else, it really doesn't. It's not consequential. It doesn't mean that he didn't, wasn't a, a, a careful uh, individual how he lives in this world. But what he knew it ultimately matters only to Hashem. That's what he cared about, and that's really what matters. And that was his motivation, and the purity of his motivations uh, for everything uh, that he did. The Amr Kamokin, David said, by the way, again, Tehillim is such an amazing thing to say. Not because people are sick. Say Tehillim every day because it can connect you to Hashem. Tehillim is amazing. Amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. And if you do Tehillim, use an interlinear, unless you know it really well. Change the way you live. Besides the fact, if you need a perk, brings you blessing. Tehillim just changes your thought pattern. Pa- 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 Saying Tehillim, oh. Psalms. 
uh, happens to be Yiddish mamas, Jewish mothers for generations, said all Tehillim, all the time. Fish it once a week, once a month, once a day, some even. V'yamar k'mochen tzirufa imrascha mi'oid. David says in Tehillim, Kofi attests. Tzirufa imrascha mi'oid. Your word is very refined, which means like a metal which is smelted, there's no impurities. Uh, and therefore, your servant can connect it with purity. The truth is the true servants of Hashem. The Sufa Harbor is actually much more pure than gold and silver. That's what the Pasuk says. Imras Hashem Amaris Taharis Ketsef Tsarif Zasun Talm, by the way. But all Allah Aritz Mizuka Shiva signs. The words of Hashem, Hashem's Torah, are pure words, like refined silver, Ketsef Tsarif, um, which are clear to the world and are purified <coughs> sevenfold, which means they're completely pure. Me Shoav Hashem Be'emet, the person who wants to truly serve Hashem. They want to do it the right way. They don't want to do it with any, you know, uh, any imperfection. They want to serve Hashem completely with a pure heart, with a pure soul. They don't want impure. Like, you know, it's amazing. I have, a, I have a coin collection from the time of my kid. I was in a box for years. Now my son, Yosef Meir, once, he, told he, he told you about this. So he went, he went, I started taking it and I'm looking at it. And I'm reminding myself when I was younger and I collected, it happens to be a good collection to have because it only goes up in value. What about other things like toys? I had toys, but you know, my, my basketballs I don't have still, right? Uh, that, you know, that ball you hit with the bat, right? Uh, so I don't have it anymore. And if I did, how much would, do you think a basketball goes up in value? No, it doesn't. So it's a good thing the coins are not bad to have. Um, I'm not saying whatever. So, but you know what the value of a coin? I was like looking at those and some of these values of these coins, um, and he was like amazed. Yeah, he was amazed. <laughs> he was amazed, and but you can see like one coin could be worth like two hundred or twenty-nine thousand dollars. The same exact coin, the same exact mint, the same exact year. What's the difference between a two hundred dollar coin and a twenty-nine thousand dollar coin? More purely blemishes, purely the blemishes. How? What kind of condition the coin's in? Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Same coin, same exact coin. Like Yosemir looks, he's like, wow, it's like twenty thousand dollars on eBay. Like you know, and then the same coin look a few dollars, two hundred dollars. There's one difference. It's just the quality of the coin. In the same things with mitzvahs, but even more, you can have a mitzvah with two hundred. Whatever you have, twenty nine thousand or a billion or you name it, it's how you do it. It's the purity. It's and even more so. And you, and if by the way, if, you, if you're a coin collector, again, I haven't been into this for decades, literally since I'm like fifteen years old. Um, uh, but 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 I didn't. I, at a certain point, I went to these coin shows. You know, uh, you know, I like to collect history and whatever. So. Um, they, they, they're into it. Like, they'll look at the coin. You should see these people. Like, the, like a little light on the top of there. And a magnifying glass. You know, anyone ever been to, to, to 47th Street? They sell diamonds in New York? Anyone been to the diamond exchange, right? Mm-hmm. Diamond, the international diamond market, by the way, 
is dominated by Jews and especially religious Jews, right? So the exchanges of the dominance, right? In, in Israel, in New York, in Antwerp, South Africa has a lot of Jews involved. I mean, it's an amazing thing. So I, I, my cousin's involved in this, and I know other people involved. Um, the polishing, they sit there, like, they look at the diamond, and they're looking. I mean, they, they're looking for any, any crack, blemish. And the difference is thousands of dollars. I mean, you, usually the diamonds they're buying and selling are not the raw things. They're, they're, you know, but it's like... I, 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 a person who loves mitzvahs, appreciates mitzvahs, no blemishes, no cracks, no impurities, no alternative or ulterior motives. I do it just to serve Hashem, just to connect them and so, just to be a holy yid, a holy Jew, one with Hashem for the right for the for, for the right reasons. Uh, he doesn't want it with with blemishes. Doesn't want silver mixed with dross and base metals. The high no avoid the murasipias l'tavos. He's doing Hashem for the wrong reasons. Ela hazach v'atar karoi. A person who, who appreciates tayder mitzvahs. He wants it properly refined and pure. Then you're doing mitzvah correctly with its word. This is Shabbos, A person does a mitzvah in accordance with the, with the words of Hashem's words, how Hashem wants the mitzvah to be informed. He won't. Um, he won't be informed of evil, evil news, bad, bad news, which, which can hurt him. Because that just you know negative news. Is, I mean, obviously the world news has has. It's always listen. Every day people die. <laughs> right? People die. Right? Every day people fall flatters. That's that's just the human condition. You don't want to be the one to fall flatter by the way or die. Right? I know you know. So don't 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 raise those odds. Um, but the point is, is you won't you won't get abnormal evil tidings because your your acts are pure. But Chanamu Chazal also the Dvar B'Shem Palam, B'Dibur L'Hashem L'Shman. You should the Gemara says in the Darim, do the words of Hashem because Hashem says to do it, and study them, speak about them for their own sake. That's it. Purely. By the way. The Rambam held never to take money for anything in Torah. Why is that? Because now you're getting money for something. No, don't do it. You're being paid for it. We, 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 you know, whether you're a rabbi or in kolal or in our teaching, for a long, long time we don't do that anymore because we don't we don't have trumas and meisus and people need to live in Torah. And to quote the to quote Rabbi Yosef Karo, the basis of Torah be lost to the Jewish people, right? But there's something to be said about that. Right? If you're getting a paycheck for it, there is a loss of purity. A, there is a loss of purity. And any mitzvah, if you, you get paid for, anything you get recompensed for, you know, the price of the chazan and Rosh Kippur, getting paid back for davening. Right? They, they, I'm sure the davening is going on, but there's, there's, there's a loss of taking money for it. That's just more of a million types of losses. Hashem picks those who serve Hashem with a, with, a, with a complete pure heart. This person who is not connected to Hashem, again, 
just use the metaphor of a husband and wife in intimacy, if they're bonded and they're thinking of other things or thinking of other people or who knows what, that's a lack. That's a chisarun. That's a serious dysfunction over there. Right? You focus on the deed and on, hopefully on the, on the other. Uh, um, so you don't have, when you're serving Hashem, it's only to serve Hashem and nothing else exists. Um, and it takes work and effort and hard work. We're going to say, where we're physical children of, just, you know, we're human beings born to women, not angels. You know, it's not feasible, not possible. Those who truly love Hashem and desire His service, people who love it, they want it to be as pure as possible. Okay? They exert themselves. It takes effort. It takes work. It takes refinement. It takes due diligence. And this is what David said himself. Get into him. Uh, and your servant loves it. If you love Hashem, right, you will look at it. No blemishes. I only want the perfect service. That's the value. Is the perfect service. That's the desire. The perfect service that has a lot more value than something that's imperfect. There's a lot. There's a lot more heart and study and thought and meticulousness and care and connection that comes from uh, that comes from that. Um, don't and if you want to know how you separate the men from the boys, the greats from the good, this is how it's separated. How they do it. All anyone righteous is doing a good deed. Go into the shul. If we had a gauge to see how our prayers were, there'd be all different prayers there. Right? Go a gauge. A gauge. To gauge our prayers would be all different. Go back to that wedding. Everyone's dancing there. Who's really dancing purely out of joy for the chasen v'kala? There's a gauge for that. You'd also be able to weigh that out. Now, I'm not getting people coming to the shul on a Saturday morning or a Shabbos morning or the men coming on a weekday or if any ladies come. Holy people. No one's going to say, you did a good thing. You could, you could sleep late. You could be like some of the Jews who don't know what Shabbos is and, and, and play tennis. Any, any tennis players here? I grew up in places of tennis. This is, you know, yeah, tennis and golf. Here they, I don't know what they do here. They walk their dogs Saturday morning. You know, My matchmaker's yeah. husband was really into tennis. Uh-huh. But this was in Sacramento. Sacramento. No, I don't see any tennis courts here. Uh, Saturday mornings, people play tennis, and they and, and, and they play golf. Or, they, or if there were beach bums, they went to the beach. <laughs> surfing, sailing, boating. And, uh, Miami, that's what they do. What do you think they do there? Here, I don't know. They actually them walking the dogs. Uh you know, or do whatever. You know, mowing their lawns, uh, <laughs> polishing their cars for you know the twentieth time that week. So uh, whatever it may be, but the person comes very good. But you know what? You want to know what the how he differentiates us? It's not just a nice thing. It's literally it's the men and the boys. Right? It's it's where you're holding. 
how it is, what purity is, is, is a result of the efforts, and a result of caring about it. The more you can purify your heart, your service is loved more. The, 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 the early ones, the most beloved ones, are so, you know, the, well, the patriarchs, the matriarchs were so great. <coughs> and the rest of the shepherds, right? Like, and the rest of the, um, they served Hashem with a pure heart. King David himself, he was out there being a shepherd. He was purifying his heart. Uh, that's what King David told his son, Shlaimo. This is actually in Divrei Yamim. Hashem. Hashem searches all hearts and discerns every product of one's thoughts. See, the Hashem's gauge to do that is like no other gauge. Every thought, every ounce of energy, Hashem gauges. V halts. How are you holding? How are you holding? Where where are you real? What's really pushing you in your conscious, in your subconscious? In your desires and your motivations, what is pushing you? You know, I, I can just go back to parents. There are parents who want to do things for kids because it's them. They do with the kids' benefit. They want it. <laughs> they want it. It's not the kids' benefit. It's what they want. I'm telling you. I, 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 it's what they want. It's not about not the kids. That's not here. It's not what a parent is. It's all about the kids. What's the benefit? It's what's best for this kid. Well, it's not about you. Hey, if you're doing a mitzvah, it's not about you. It's about Hashem. It's, it's only about Hashem. What does Hashem want? Whereas, you know, you can do the same thing. If you're in shul and you're, and you're, and you're saying hello to people, why are you saying hello? It's because you can't, this, when you see this person, they need a hello, they're a person. When you're talking to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's only a focus. You just dive in because you're a, a robot. Program, like, you know, you program, program the computer. Ladies probably never heard of computers. Uh, but if you could program a computer, you're programmed every day to pray. So you come here, are you praying in your thoughts and your heart and your effort and your energy? And when you keep Shabbos, are you keeping Shabbos because that's what mommy and daddy told you, or that's what they, when you came religiously told you? Orthodox Jews keep Sabbath. You don't keep Shabbos. You're not part of the community. You haven't made it. I think even sociologists, what Sabbath observers? You got to be a Sabbath observer. Sabbath observer. Shomer Shabbos. Shmirat Shabbat. Pick your language you want. That's how you keep Shabbos. Or you keep Shabbos because oh, I want to be with Hashem. Hashem says it's like where where you know. Where are you headed? Uh, you know one thing. Hashem looks for the complete heart and knows all of our thoughts. He searches the heart. Where are you? This is in, not, this is in, in a Gemara. It's also the Zara says it. Rachmana li Hashem wants, Rachmana mean the merciful one, Akash Baruch wants the heart. He wants the purity of the heart in the deed. Hashem doesn't want people doing superficial external actions. Of course, better to do the action 
they're not at all, right? Better perform the action than at all. But listen to what the Ramchal says, the main thing is the heart. To focus his heart, to truly serve Hashem. In the area of service, the heart is the king of all of the body. The heart's not into it. If you're doing it, you're shaking a little love. You're making the challah for Shabbos. You're going ahead and making ashriyatzer as you play basketball. You do a hook shot with the paper towel and you're waving at your girlfriend. You know, Hey, you know, as you're checking, you saw the other day someone in the middle of the and it wasn't looking at the at the tefillah. looking answering emails. It's not and it was from someone out of town. I mean, somebody over here would pull them aside. But uh, you know, uh, how about you on a date? My wife told me she was on a date soon. I'm very flattered. I should really, really actually don't ask me for a day, but she told me. Now imagine going. For a certain reason, or is it just? Does she need a reason? <laughs> no. Does no. She I, her yeah. No. I think she hasn't seen me. <laughs> uh, but uh, but no, she doesn't see me. But like you know, like on a focused level. Um, you have to remember that our house is busy. It's not like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not like uh, she comes home. I come for dinner. We just sit there and schmooze and have this intimate conversation. Us too. It's usually. Actually, when we walk Friday night, you see I leave my house, right? Yeah. You've seen us, we go for a walk. Uh, where's our walk? Back in front of our house, right? Because people are in there, uh, sleeping or laying down, whatever. So, but, so imagine I go on this date. My wife's excited, she's going on a date. I don't know, I've been on a date for a long time, okay? Every day's a date, of course, it's amazing. It really, it really is, but now I'm on a date. We're like, yeah. On a date, like you know, I was again when I, we got we got first we were dating. We went to a date. You know, what I did a date. Took her to some museums. Went to dinner. Blah blah blah. A date, a real date. Now, if I took my well, a date, I'm thinking about oh, I have to put my drusha for the shul. So drusha the shul is an important thing, by the way. It's a big mitzvah. Teach Torah to people, and I got to counsel this person, and I'm in the middle of the article. And I gotta worry about this wedding, and the mikvah needs the leak, and I'm like, that's where my head is. And I start looking. I don't have a. I don't have a. I don't have a. With a, dumb phone. a good phone, but I'll bring my computer with me. And when I go to somewhere, maybe the restaurant will have it. Maybe I'll take up my computer. And I'll answer my phone calls. Not my my dumb phone. Very few people have it. The heads of the chavrakadusha have it. The, head of the mikvah has it. The president has it. Maybe I'll call them and say, well, did you check on this? Did this bill get paid? Hey, what do you think my wife's going to think of that date? What do you think? Not much. But we're on a date! We're on a date. What do you think? <coughs> Even if I need to take out my phone, if I'm thinking about everything else on that date, if my head's in 50 other places, that's not a date. That's not a date. Like, you're not there. You're not there. You're not there. You know, uh, the other day I was, I was answering some emails. One of my kids came over to me, I think it was Shlomo Yezer. He's three. 
starts talking. I didn't, I didn't hear a word he said. I said, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And I, I kept people like, what did he tell me? I have no idea what he told me. I have no idea what I said yes to or didn't say yes to. I was like, not paying attention. So did I have a conversation with my son? Unfortunately not. I, it's, you gotta be, your heart has to be into it. It's not going on a date. Not just doing a mitzvah. The hearts. Hashem wants their hearts. There's someone who's dating Hashem. A mitzvah, by the way, is tzavsah. Connects us to Hashem. Hashem doesn't want to date with again, all mitzvah. Hashem doesn't need anything from us. We need Hashem. But it's not a date if your heart's not into it. It's not a date. It's not going to connect you. It's not going to bind you. It's not going to make you closer unless you put your heart into it. Unless it's pure. Because Baruch wants our heart to be there. And you know what, by the way, if you're davening and you're thinking about mitzvahs, nice thing about mitzvahs, but you're not dating God. When you're doing that mitzvah, you got to think about that mitzvah. When you're shaking your lulav, you're thinking about eating, eating your sukkah, that's not shaking a lulav. Right? <laughs> that's not shaking a lulav. You may have shook the lulav, but you're still thinking about your, 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 your matzah ball soup in the sukkah. May I leave one malchakov? If your heart's not into it, the rest of it's really essentially lacking. It's not there. It's not really serving God. It's not a date. Whoever the spirit is, you give your heart, that's where you are. Where, you are. where your heart is, that's where you are. When we cross the fish, really, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a pasuk in. Mishle, I guess Shlomo Malakafinashim is Father David. Shlomo says, Hashem says to each person, My child, give your heart to me. Give me your heart because you need to know that the essence, the ultimate of service of Hashem, the essence and the ultimate of, of purity of service that your heart is into it. And your heart is devoted to it. If you do that, then you'll have the mitzvah by Next week, we'll talk about how to get our heart into it. How to acquire purity. Have a great night.